0: Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick, I'm your host. Today we're going to talk about Napoleon Dynamite and how he holds the keys to connecting with people. You may know I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and I'm the managing director and founder of the Brief Lab, where we teach people how to become clear and concise communicators. The point of this podcast is pretty simple. We're trying to set an elite communication standard to get you to Play at a higher level when you communicate. And we have a lot to learn from a goofy movie called Napoleon Dynamite. And if you haven't heard about this gem, I recommend you watch it. But it might take you a few times to develop the real taste for its brilliance. The backstory for me this movie came out over 15 years ago. It created a lot of stir. Um, a lot of people started talking about it. And I kind of gave in to the temptation. I watched it. And the first time I watched the movie, it was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, why are people so in love with this movie? Why do they think it's so hilarious? And I just didn't get it. And then somebody stopped me and said, no, 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 the movie, you've got to watch it the second time is when you find it funny. And I'm like, it was stupid the first time, so I guess I'll watch it again. Now, that, this is a person who I trust, so I wouldn't have done this under normal circumstances, but this these were the words from a person who knows a lot about Comedy and a person who I, whose opinion I respect. So I'm like, all right, we'll go for it. So I watched it again. This movie, just in terms of background, it's set in Idaho. It's a story about a 16 year old kid, Napoleon Dynamite, and his buddies, uh, his brother Kip, um, his uh, girlfriend Lafonda, um, Uncle Rico, um, his buddy Pedro, Summer, there's a bunch of characters. Really funny. So it's set in, in Idaho, and he is. Kind of a goofy guy, and the the scenes, each of the scenes are kind of kind of each one of them on their own are kind of silly. The movie just just uh, for, as far as trivia goes, it, it they only had like four hundred thousand dollars to make the movie. It grossed over over forty million dollars, so it's a pretty pretty massive um, return. Apparently, the lead actor was only paid a thousand bucks to make the movie. He ended up renegotiating his contract because it did so well in the theaters, um, and it was voted like fun, one of the top one hundred funniest films and. And the movie's hilarious. Why is it funny, though, is the point of this podcast? And why does he hold a key to connecting with people? Um, If you watch the movie, this was my observation the second time. And again, in the business that I'm in, observing how do you get people's attention? How do you keep it? I mean, this is a movie which is, it's not super long, but it's like standard length movie, right? An hour and a half or so. Um, The most fascinating thing about this movie, from my vantage point, is It really is a series of really stupid but funny scenes one after the other. There aren't any throwaway stupid transition scenes. Each one of the scenes is funny. If you watch it scene to scene to scene, I've seen this movie four or five times now over the years, over the past 15 years. It's a connection of however many scenes there are, I don't know, 80 scenes or whatever, leading to the culminating final scene. But each one of the scenes is funny. There's, there's no ones that are sort of like can cut it out. They're all they're all like little sketches, little 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 nuggets, little little gems. Um if you've seen the movie you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't, I mean, it's it's there's a scene about little he's talking about Chapstick We goes to the school nurse and or he's playing tetherball in the parking lot, which is really really stupid, but it's hilarious, or he's he's compa- comparing with his friends how he can jump his bike. Um he he's got a a guy, like a little action figure, he puts on a string, he throws it off the back of the bus and it's just bouncing around. Um, he's drawing ligers, which are combinations of lions and tigers, which is really weird. Funny, but weird. He ends up drawing a picture of this girl who's the prettiest girl in school, but looks, it makes her look absolutely hideous and he gives it to her as a gift, which is really funny because she looks at it almost horror and her mom makes him go out and date with, with um, Napoleon. Um, you know, the, the scene where his cousin Kip you know, goes hip hop and meets this woman LaFonda when she gets off a bus, he met her online. I mean, it's literally one funny scene after the other one. Why, again, why why am I telling you this? He can connect with an audience. He, this movie is get my attention, hold it, finish strong. And it follows that flow. And we're gonna be in that situation sometimes too. I gotta give a presentation, I gotta give a briefing, I gotta have a meeting, I gotta pitch an idea. Don't squander people's attention. Right out of the gate, you got to get it. The opening scene of the movie is hilarious, right? So, you like, you sets the stage. What's the, happening in the first 30 seconds, the first 30, 60 seconds? So, I want you to think about that. You know, none of this, like, slow build, I'm getting to the point, you know, or it's all at the end. No. In this movie, he wins you from the beginning. Again, having to watch it the second time, right? You watch it the first time, the movie's are the most sophomoric, idiotic, goofy thing you've ever seen. Second time around, Brilliant absolutely brilliant the way it's constructed but it's these little bits and pieces so when he once he gets your attention well what does he do with it he goes to the next scene so he creates in the audience a constant desire to see a little bit more a little bit more so there's never a lull in that there's always a build of of sustained interest which is the key thing about attention management is how do you keep people um in focus management, how do you keep focus throughout the entirety of the whole thing? One step at a time. 30 seconds, 60 seconds, 90 seconds, however long the scenes might be. They're each in their own right, self-contained. They're almost like little mini chapters. So if you have time like that, let's say you got a half hour, break it up into pieces. How am I going to use the first five minutes? How am I going to use the last five minutes? What's the organizing principle and the transitions between these things? What am I going to do to keep people connected. And it turns out this movie holds the keys. He's got a it's a lot of it's and obviously it's, it's you know you know watch it again you'll laugh even more. I highly suggest watching it with somebody with somebody else because it's even funnier that way. Even by yourself it's pretty hilarious. So when you think about um, you know the the goofiness of this topic and why I'm talking about it it just in your mind start thinking about I need to be really good at getting people's attention right from the start. Like, I don't really have, uh, um, I can't win it five, ten minutes down the road. It, it's kind of an illusion to think that you're going to be able to do that. It's the funny thing about this movie, there's no sequel. It's like, that's the movie. There's no Le- Napoleon Dynamite 2, right? It's There's, there's no sequel. Um, but yet the audience wants to see it again. And I, I would hazard a guess, I haven't done any research on this, but I would hazard a guess that there's, a core of people that have seen this movie multiple times. Like it's just, it's kind of like a cult classic, if you will. Many years ago when I owned an agency, we had, and we did a lot of video and you know, visual storytelling and using storytelling techniques to kind of keep audiences engaged. We had this criteria, this design criteria within our company. And the criteria was, we have to make it so good. And we were doing short form videos, so like five minutes or less. It has to be so good that somebody would want to watch it twice. They would want to watch it twice. So if you think about your execution, how you do when you communicate, it all, it's all the preparation, right? It's all in the winning the audience and keeping, getting their attention and keeping it, right, with the big payoff at the end, right, strong ending at the end. But ask yourself, all right? what I just said, if they recorded it, would they want to watch it twice, Am I really managing minute to minute second to second people's attention because if you are like this movie does, okay. guess what from beginning to end, they love it all, but they love it because the pieces all connect to each other they're each on their own merit, worthy of their attention you're never assuming that you've that you can keep the audience's attention you've you have to continually earn it so if you if you think about this movie in the final dance scene right there's a there's this really really funny dance scene in the movie um I found out that when they were filming this thing, they didn't have a big budget. They were, it's it's a fairly elaborate scene and they're doing this kind of craziness um, that they realized that they were running out of money and they only had one roll of film left to shoot this thing, one roll. It was 10 minutes of filming and that's all they had left to capture that and to nail it, right? Copying scenes, like inspiration from like Saturday Night Fever, Michael Jackson, Soul Train. Think of that. One can of film, one ending scene, nailed it. Just saying.